Welcome to Staying Relevant Tomorrow, a podcast about how you as a leader can stay relevant in this rapidly changing world. Each week, we deliver key insights and ideas that will help you embrace change and stay ahead of the competition. I'm your host, Sonali Sinha. Welcome to the fifth episode of this series. This episode continues with the CARES model of leadership development that I have designed for preparing leaders for success in this VUCA world. CARES is an acronym where C stands for Credible, A for Adaptive, R for Resolute, E for Emotionally Intelligent, and S for Sense Making. I talked about being credible and adaptive in the third and fourth episodes, and in this episode, I want to talk about why it's important for a leader to be resolute. The dictionary meaning of resolute is being admirably purposeful, determined, and unwavering. A resolute person has the courage to act with conviction in the face of uncertainty and risk. In this VUCA world where there is constant change in the environment that we operate in, there can be many distractions, disruptions, and disappointments. You may start the year with a well-thought-out plan, but something could derail it completely, like the current pandemic, for instance. How do you respond to that as a leader? What gives you direction? What keeps you going? These are some questions to ponder over to understand your style of thinking, decision-making, and the strength of your resolve. So what happens if you're not resolute as a leader? Leaders who are hesitant about doing the hard but right things will often fall short of getting the organizational results that they desire. They may get pulled in different directions at different times and end up giving confusing signals to their employees. By not making the hard choices, they may even encourage their teams to stay within their comfort zones. For example, if a leader finds it uncomfortable to have difficult conversations with key employees who have a huge bearing on the performance of the organization, it is but natural that the outcomes will be compromised. Another instance could be when a leader recognizes the need to develop new offerings to meet the changing needs of the market, but finds himself or herself not ready to take the important decisions about allocation of precious resources to it. Then the organization will find itself losing out in the medium term. Being resolute is essentially having the courage to do the hard things day after day because the end results matter. In the environment that we operate in, if you as a leader are not resolute, your organization may not be able to take the necessary steps to stay relevant over the medium to long term. Is that something you want? I'm sure the answer is no. So what characteristics make a leader resolute? I believe that being clear about your purpose and the purpose of your organization 
is the essential starting point for dealing with changes in the VUCA world. There are many paths to take to get to your destination, but unless the destination is clear, you're unlikely to get there. The second aspect of being resolute is to be sharply focused on your destination at all times while remaining flexible in your ability to respond to changes in the market. Many things will compete for your time and attention as a leader. Not getting distracted by things on the margin will require discipline and focus on what matters. This is what will keep your organization on track and moving towards its destination. The third aspect of being resolute is to remain steadfast and unwavering, which means that when faced with challenges and hard knocks, you as a leader don't give up on your destination. You stay resilient and determined to move towards your destination. So how can you become more resolute as a leader? Basically, you need to work on three areas. One, clarity of purpose. Two, focus. And three, resilience. Let's talk about clarity of purpose. When I talk of purpose, I'm talking at two different levels. One is your purpose as an individual and as a leader. And the second is the purpose of your organization. Having clarity at both levels can really boost your ability to live your purpose and achieve success. Let's talk about your purpose as an individual. What gives your life meaning? What gives you a sense of fulfillment? What brings out the best in you? What makes you feel engaged and challenged meaningfully that while doing it, you can lose track of time? To figure out your purpose as an individual, it is important to know your values, motivators and your strengths. Your purpose basically emerges from self-awareness. So what are values? Your values are the things that you believe are important in the way you live and work. When you don't know what your values are, then you are essentially taking on the values of other people and living by other people's priorities instead of your own. Let's take an example. Suppose you value transparency and open communication, but the environment that you work in, people don't really share things openly. They work in silos and like to withhold information because information is seen as a means of power. How will this situation make you feel? Believe me, you will be really uncomfortable because for you, transparency is very important. Let's look at another situation. Suppose you value integrity, but believe that to be successful in your business, you need to adopt unethical ways. Do you think you will be able to work towards success? No. You will somewhere hold yourself back because integrity is important for you. You will experience a sense of dissonance. So becoming aware of your core life values can help you make decisions that are aligned with your values. This will make it easier for you to make choices in life and at work. So take some time out to reflect on what your core values are. Next, 
to figure out what motivates you, explore why you do what you do. What kind of activities inspire you the most? What kind of things are you willing to struggle for? What makes you feel alive? For different people, different things motivate them. For example, some people are motivated by a sense of achievement when they overcome challenges. Others are motivated by how people around them perceive them. And yet others are motivated by a sense of power or control over their own destiny or over others. So it's important for you to figure out what really motivates you. Think of this. If you enjoy solving technical challenges, but find yourself spending all your time and energy in managing others, you might feel totally drained and lacking in motivation. If you value being appreciated, but your organization prefers to only reward you financially, you will feel demotivated despite doing well financially. So finding out what motivates you can help you choose to focus on what energizes you. So figure out what motivates you. Finally, what are your strengths? Your strengths are the things that come naturally to you. Because they come easily to you, sometimes it can be difficult to identify them as your strengths. In fact, you may have strengths that you don't even recognize as strengths. For instance, uh, a deep level of empathy, a can-do attitude, or the ability to learn things very quickly. There could be strengths like these that you possess, but you're not fully aware of. So the best way to figure out your strengths is to reflect on your successes and identify what within you helped you be successful. You can also ask your colleagues, friends and family about what they think your strengths are. Doing this will give you a complete picture of your areas of strength. So once you know your values, motivators and strengths, see the overlaps between them. This can help you figure out your purpose. Your purpose is basically what you want to do with your time that is important for you and that you're really good at. Articulating your purpose and finding the courage to live it is the single most important developmental task you can undertake as a leader. It is the key to accelerating your growth and deepening your impact as a leader. Once you have clarity about your own purpose, articulate the purpose of your organization. The purpose of an organization can be distilled in its mission. Why the organization exists? What problems does it solve? For whom and how? However, having a mission statement that exists only on paper and not in the minds and hearts of the employees is of no use. Try to articulate the purpose of the organization in very simple, personal language that anyone can understand and that employees can relate to and take pride in. For instance, look at Google's mission to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. Another example is that of TED, TED Talks. 
it is as simple as spread ideas yet another example is that of kickstarter which says to help bring creative projects to life such simple and yet powerful organizational purpose can align employees and help you as a leader focus on your destination while these strategies and organization structures keep changing in response to changes in the market the purpose of the organization tends to be enduring and can keep organizations on the right track so that's all about getting the clarity of purpose the next area to work on is focus like what you hear so far make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now thank you for your support now back to the show directing attention towards where it needs to go is a key role of leadership leadership talent lies in the ability to shift attention to the right place at the right time by sensing the trends and opportunities that are emerging as a leader your field of attention that is the particular issues and goals you focus on guides the attention of those who follow you whether you have explicitly stated it or not people around you make their choices about where to focus based on their perception of what matters to you as a leader this ripple effect puts an extra load of responsibility on you as a leader you are guiding not just your own attention but to a large extent the attention of everyone else as well when steve jobs returned to apple in 1997 after having been ousted in 1984 he found that the company had a plethora of products computers peripheral products for computers and 12 different types of macintosh the company was floundering His strategy was simple focus he decided that instead of dozens of products they would concentrate on just four one computer and one laptop each for the two markets consumer and professional he saw that deciding what not to do is as important as deciding what to do and the rest is history being able to focus on what is important is the hallmark of a resolute leader So take time to reflect on where your attention is and how it's impacting your organization. Choose to focus your attention on the organizational purpose and you will see everything fall in place. That brings us to the third area of work, resilience. Every leader faces adversity. The test of your leadership is not whether you will face challenges. but in how you will respond to them and how quickly you can put them behind you your strength is not developed in adversity it is rather revealed in adversity the strength that gets you through adversity is developed over a period of time and is a kind of maturity factor of your leadership so as a leader who is resolute you will not back down in adversity but will see it as just another milestone in your growth as a leader 
So how can you build this kind of resilience? In this VUCA world where crisis, industry volatility, societal shifts or workplace pressures result in stress, it is very important to think about how to increase your resilience, the ability to bounce back from obstacles and setbacks. As a first step, it is helpful to identify those situations in which you feel overly pressured. What triggers those feelings? Once you figure out what situations trigger stress, you can examine your thoughts about that situation. Reframing the situation is a great way to deal with the stress effectively. Reframing requires examining the situation from a different perspective and asking what else could be going on that is not visible or that you're not paying attention to. For example, if a valued team member resigns, you might focus on the loss, but you can also choose to reframe it as a chance to hire a new and maybe better talent. There are some basic questions you can ask yourself. What are the benefits of this situation and what might my interpretation of the situation be missing? And answers to these questions will help you figure out how to deal with that stress. While talking about resilience, it is also important to note that rest, sleep is very, very important. For you to be physically fit and feel energetic is very important for your ability to bounce back from situations. If you're not physically fit, your body and mind are already not in a position to cope with the stress. Adequate sleep can result in enhanced attention and creativity, which can help you bounce back from challenging situations. If sleep is something that is not really possible for you to improve, then there are other ways in which you can look at physical and mental well-being, which include things like going for a long walk or meditation or mindfulness. All of these activities will help you feel more energetic and more centered. Learning to focus on the positive aspects of any situation can also help build resilience. Research has shown that when people are in positive states of mind, they think more broadly than when they are in negative states of mind. Positive emotions can build sources of resilience that you can have in reserve when facing adversity at work. You need resilience not just at work, but also in your personal life. Having this sort of inner strength is very helpful for dealing with all the challenges that life is going to throw at you. So there you have it. Why it's important for you as a leader to be resolute and how you can become more resolute by working on getting clarity of purpose, focusing your attention on what matters and building your resilience. Resolute leaders know how to navigate through adversity and rapid changes and they have the discipline to lead themselves and others. And they know how to build relationships with people around them and have a clear view of where they want to go. When your values are aligned with your vision, you can proceed with confidence in knowing that today can be good and tomorrow can be even better. 
Thank you for joining us this week on Staying Relevant Tomorrow. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. It will help us reach out to more leaders and help them stay relevant. If you have a question that you would like an answer to, you could head over to my website soaringeagles.co. Just drop me a message. I do read through those and what do you know? It might even end up on the show. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Signing off now is your host Sonali Sinha. Stay relevant.